Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the Stone Alien in the Shadows. Whatever it is, this show is about. I don't know. I just gave, <laughs> I just gave up on titles. All it's, I know is spooky edition Halloween. So. Yeah, and we're about what about Stone Aliens? Whatever. We're not so. Uh, anyway, to continue. Stone aliens in the shadow. Stone alien in the shadow. Yeah, it's like it's an alien smoking a tube. Yeah, that's us. <laughs> But, you know, it kind of makes sense, Josh. I mean, it kind of really makes sense because knowing that, you know, like, hey, these aliens are stoned out of their minds and they're just, like, saying stories and whatever, talking what's on their mind. I think that's what kind of what the show is about. So, tell me, Josh, what, what are we going to, like, what are, what are us stone aliens going to be talking about today? Tonight, we're gonna, well, we're recording at night, but it's, it comes out during the day for folks. But yeah. we, uh, tonight, we are going to be talking about Shadow People and the Hat Man. Ooh. You know, it kind of reminds me of like what I was writing, Josh, back in 2005. I don't remember who you were. No, I don't think. No, I think I told you about this. That I wrote about a Shadow Man, but it was it was pretty cool. I'll tell, I'll tell it next time. It's going to be a Comics Corner edition. But anyway, right. yeah. Anyway, going into the Shadow Man and Hat Man, just a, just a little information for people that are not familiar. Uh, you've seen a Shadow Person, and I have as well. You saw one at the hospital. I saw one in my own home at the time. Yes. So, and um, Shadow People, supposedly, if you go back in stories and stuff like that, they've been around forever. Um, they've been around since, you know, like the beginning of time, pretty much. It's, it's kind of a... Uh, a primeval fear, if you think about it, what's in the shadow, the unknown, you know what I mean? Yes. So it, it goes back to as long as humans been alive or, you know, humans have been able to think, hey, what's in the dark there? Oh, shit, maybe I shouldn't go in there because there's something bad in there, you know what I mean? So. Exactly. And, but, yeah, uh, don't mean to interject, but, yeah, it is kind of like uh, also uh, seeing a shadow also kind of serves as a warning as well for death as well. Yeah, I mean, it represents a lot of things. It represents your your darker side as well. I mean, you know, we, we all have our darker half, and some people believe that's your literal shadow. Exactly. And, uh, man, I'm going to do a Comics Corner episode on this, but that's that going to be next time. But, uh, yeah, uh, so so proceed, so proceed on that, yes. Okay, well, what we're going to start off with is uh, just a little preface about uh, the Shadow Man and... Or, well, Shadow People and um, the Hat Man. Uh, there's all kinds of stories. Did you know there's actually shadow animals as well? Like, it's crazy if you think about it. Some people uh, forget which hospital it is. It's some kind of like, uh, I think it's San uh, Waverly Hill Sanatorium. They have a thing called the Creeper. I may be mixing up which one it is, but they have a shadow man in there called the Creeper because he runs around on all fours and climbs up walls and on ceilings and shit like that. I mean, can you imagine running into this thing? No, and I don't want to. Just the thought yeah. of it is like, no. You know, some of the things I'd be like, oh yeah, that'd be cool to see and shit like that. But uh, the, the creepy shadow creature that's crawling up the walls and, you know, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if that particular one has red eyes or not, but a lot of these shadow people that, you know, the bad, bad ones are supposedly have, have red eyes. So. Oh yes. Um, better call it. Just gonna. Uh, yeah, but uh, continue on. I'm still here. Anyway, we'll start off with uh, a little preface. 
So, when a shadow can become your enemy in the dead of night, this is by uh, Nick Redford, and it's from Mysterious Universe. Yeah. In the last decade, or whereabouts, a great deal of research has been undertaken into a phenomenon that is known as the shadow people. Their title is most apt, as they appear in the form of a one-dimensional flat shadow, and usually in people's bedrooms while they sleep. Many of these entities, but certainly not all of them, have one thing in common. They wear an old-style fedora hat and a black suit. In this sense, there are deep similarities between the shadow people and the men in black of UFO lore. It's fair to say that, of the most part, that's where the similarities end. Apart from one important extra thing, like they might be, they are, they are intent on terrorizing those that they maliciously target. And they do a, an extremely good job at it. Unfortunately for us, precisely who or what the shadow people are is a major matter of deep debate. Jason uh, Offit is an expert on the subject and author of the 2009 book on the subject called Darkness Walks, The Shadow People Among Us. He says there are eight different kinds of shadow people, at least. They are the ones we know about. He labels them as benign shadows, shadows of terror, red-eyed shadows, noisy shadows, angry hooded shadows, shadows that attack, Shadow Cats, and the Hat Man. Certainly, the latter category, that of the Hat Man, is one of which is most often reported from all across the planet. Imagine a silhouetted character that had stepped out of the 1940s, 1950s era piece of black and white film noir, and you'll have a good idea of what the Hat Man looks like, that he is entirely shadow-like in nature, and only adds to the menace. Uh, just going off a little bit of a tangent, the Shadow Man, uh, or the Hat Man, is... He's known, uh, known for mostly wearing a fedora and some kind of overcoat or something to that, uh, that too. Some say he's, uh, they've seen him in his suit. So, like, you know, big old chain and a big old uh, white brim hat, everything like that. But you have uh, different types of shadow men. And some people think they're different things. Some think they're interdimensional beings. Some think they might be jinn. And that's the reason for the red eyes. The jinn or the genie comes from Arabic myth and most famously in, you know, um, the tell of Aladdin, you know. So, and uh, the, the lore about the jinn is that they can take on any shape they want, but they, when they mimic something, it definitely, uh, there's one thing that always they make a mistake about, and it can be whatever, uh, usually they say it's the eyes, because eyes are the windows of the soul. So. Yeah. yeah, and uh, uh, speaking of that, it's kind of like Wishmaster, in other words. Yeah, when you say that, like, yeah, it's kind of like Wishmaster. Yeah, well, that would be a gin. So. Yes, that, that's what when you said that, yeah. Yeah, I kind of figured, like, when you said gin, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's like Wishmaster. It's a pretty right. good movie, folks. That's Robert yeah. England. Yeah, you should check it out. And the thing is about the gin, I know it's a little bit of a different topic, but the gin have a shit ton of different species. And the lore of the jinn is basically uh, God created uh, angels, then he created uh, the jinn, and then he created humans. And instead of the story of, you know, Lucifer falling from heaven, it was later the jinn called Ha-Satan, which is where we get the word Satan from. Yes. And uh, they, were, they were made out of smokeless fire and, uh, yeah, smokeless fire. So... And the thing about them is that when humans were made, God told him them to bow down to humans and serve them. 
and they were like, fuck that shit. And they basically took themselves and they hid themselves away from the, the world of man. But they kind of have a bone to pick with us. Now, there's not to say their gen uh, can't be good, but it's very, very unlikely. So, um, I know it's a little off tangent, but yeah, it, it just kind of goes into uh, what we were talking about anyway. Yeah, it, it does. We left off. The publisher's words about Jason's book goes as follows. The shadow people, they lurk in obscurity, looming human figures, blacker than darkness. Millions across the globe see them. The unfortunate feel their touch, and some awaken horror to the red, unblinking stare. Join Jason Offit, who has interviewed dozens of eyewitnesses as he sh uh, shines some light on the world of shadow people, viewing these beings through the lens of science, religion, and metaphysics. Are they ghosts, demons, hallucinations, or something else entirely? And that they're and there's our, there is our, that's a weird way to write this. There are words from the late Brad Seeger on Jason's book. Jason's office, excellent study of the phenomenon presents us with the most thorough and complete work yet written regarding the mysterious beings that we have come to call collectively the shadow people. Jason may not have any ultimate answers, but no one has done a better job at finding who and what these shadows might be. Heidi Hollis is an expert on the topic, too, having penned a 2014 book on the subject titled The Hat Man, The True Story of Evil Encounters. She has collected literally hundreds of reports of the encounter uh, with this particularly dangerous shadow vein. As Heidi says, victims worldwide have reported seeing this man peering into their homes, their bedrooms, their cribs, their cars, their lives, and even into their souls. It starts with the feeling of not being alone, only to look at the foot of your bed and find that you were right. There's a stranger in your room, and you know that you see him, and worst of all, you know that he sees you too. You try to scream or run, only to find that you're paralyzed. Terror that reaches new levels as he approaches you, leans in within inches of your face, and lets you know that he is indeed your worst nightmare. This is the true story of the beginning of an unthinkable horror that you have never heard of before. One example from Heidi Hollis' files, is, which appears in her book, reads as follows. Dear Heidi, I was maybe five years old when the hat man started to visit me. Every night, I would lay on top of my bed, of my bunk bed, and watch as the door would crack open for him to creep inside. As high, as, as high up as I was, I would still have to look up and see him, and I would freeze in horror at the sight of it. According to the witness, the hat man would lunge towards her at phenomenal speed, and always warn her that one day, I will have you. Be sure this was a deeply traumatic series of encounters for a young girl, a young girl that never fro uh, forgot the torment and the terror. At first glance, it may seem that the sole activity of the shadow people is to create terror. And just for the warped sake of it, well, yes, that is at least a significant part of the story. There is, however, another agenda to all of this. It's an agenda which has at its heart the goal of bleeding the witness dry of their life force. Remember that. And that's our little preamble for the, uh, the shadow people. And uh, going back to Heidi Hollis for a minute, mm -hmm. um, they actually, she's uh, she's done some more interviews lately, and she's saying that uh, Hat Man is supposedly a manifestation of this uh, ancient deity called Eremon. And Eremon is also a uh, Arabic-centered uh, myth, you know, it, it comes from like uh, the Quran or something close to that. 
mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly where it is, but I know it has something to do with Kron. Um, I don't think he's a jinn. I think he's supposed to be like some kind of Babylonian, Mesopotamian, uh, you know, one of those uh, kind of deities that they used to worship. So, I hate to go fictional, but like kind of like Gozer the Gozerian or... Igor Shandor, and I'm just like from Ghostbusters, uh, pretty much. Well, that's that's kind of what they were going with the idea yeah. of um, the Gozerian. The uh, Gozer the Gozerian was pretty much based off Babylonian Sumer, uh, Sumerian text and stuff like that. It's that's kind of where they got the idea. So see, and that's why we're like, like I hate to like go off the rails a bit, but this is where like, see, this is why like. Ghostbusters 1984 is the most important movie. I don't care. Fight us on it. We're, I mean, I hate to be. Well, I'm not going to agree with you on that. They can fight you on that. I have some other movies that I like a little bit more. Like, I like Willy Wonka. The 1970 version. You know, I like yes. that movie. That's probably my favorite movie. So. But I do like Ghostbusters, but it's not that big a part of my life <laughs> i know for you ghostbusters is stuff i know like for me and everyone else like yeah because i mean uh i like i always liked how ingenious and how smart it is compared to 2016 where that was just a piece of shit there well the, the new one was not bad at all i actually liked the new one no 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 not not life. i mean 2016 no I, no I know i'm saying but i'm, I'm, I'm talking about um, what's it called? Afterlife. Afterlife. Okay, Afterlife, yes. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Furrows, hands down, yes. Yeah, I liked Afterlife. I did, I, I still refuse to admit that the 2016 one happened, so I, I just, I, I swear that I will never watch it as long as I live, and that you can quote me on. Same I here. I have not seen it, and I will not see it. Same here. So, yes. Well, dead space. I mean, I mean, was it? What did you say? Dead space? No, dead air. I mean, uh, but no, honestly. So, um, oh wait, we flipped the coin. Oh yeah, that's right. I, I go first. I go. I go first. So yeah, tonight, Jose's gonna lead us on our stories. So yes. Alrighty, just let me pull it up here. Okay. Da 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 da. Give me a minute, folks. Apparently, Jose's going to start a jazz band in the meantime. Right. Ah, here we go. Alrighty. Um, this is called uh, a Racist Bridge in Detroit. Oh, hold on. I got the wrong one. <laughs> that was an article. That I was all right. <laughs> no, I'm just uh, how, uh, how right. apparently the Biden administration believes there is a racist bridge in Detroit. Detroit. Well, not a bridge, a racist highway. I'm sorry. Highway. Sorry. There we go. There we go. No, I'm just joking. Um, I know. I thought it was. I thought it was so funny to like lead off with a little joke right there. But no, this one is called uh, Talking Shadow Man. No, I'm not saying Talking Dead. Oh my gosh, people, please. Let the walking dead die already. Anyway. So, uh, this one is from 
Let me see. This one is uh, Phantoms and Monsters. Thank, the thank. Monster yes, thank you. Uh, Matthew in uh, Monroe, Louisiana called in to tell of his uh, Shadow Man experience. Again, I shall do a comics corner on mine pretty soon. So anyway, uh, quote, it first starts in 1999. It was when Limbiscuit took the stage at Woodstock 99. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> the years in 1999 through 2000, that, that time frame, I was 16 years old in high school. One night I woke and was, oh, there's that word again. And I was doing what I do on a regular basis. Woke, woke, woke up and used the restroom. Josh, I'm just waiting for your input, but anyway. Um, well, I was gonna say it always starts off with the midnight piss, but you know, yeah, it does. That's why, <laughs> yeah. Okay, the hallway leads straight across parallel to where I'm at, you know, in my parents' room. When I opened the door, I noticed there was a figure in my parents door right outside what was unique about it was that it was darker than dark okay we need to go racist there but we didn't keep the lights on my stepdad didn't leave the lights on at night but it was darker than dark that, that's a common description when we talk about shadow people they yeah. always mention them as they're so dark that you can differentiate them between the darkness in your room and the darkness of the uh, the shadow being itself. Right. So to continue on, it said, at first I wasn't thinking anything paranormal. I was thinking it was one of them. I said, is that you? I said my stepdad's name. I didn't hear anything. I said, is that you? Oh, is that you, mom? I'm sorry. And it talked to me. It wasn't their voice. It said, go back to sleep. Okay. Pretty. Fuck you. <laughs> go back. I was like, was it, was it from the Simpsons episode? I was like, is there a camera staring at No, go back to sleep. <laughs> uh, and I said, I have to use the restroom. It said, go back. I called it. I called that shit. <laughs> I was like, I have to use the restroom. I said, uh, go back to sleep. I was like, Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> it was leaning up against the wall. I went back to sleep and didn't think anything. Dude, seriously, I mean, people, what, like, what did this, like, look, like, look, you can stay here and chill all you want, but, like, I gotta take a piss, man. I mean, if my kidneys explode, I swear to God, in the afterlife, I'm gonna come after your ass. I mean, that's how I would be. You know, I mean, when you gotta go, you gotta go. So, anyway, the next morning, I went to get something to eat. Uh, before school. I'm sorry. I'm just like scrolling. Uh, you know, I'm just scrolling through uh, what you call it um, Left to right. So I told my mom and I said were one of you on the side of the door last night She said no. I said well Ask dad if he was outside the door last night She called I told him there was someone outside the door it wasn't my brother because he was not that tall. I told him about it and he kind of laughed it off. My mom kind of gave me a serious look but didn't say anything else. She knows something. 
know. Right. Right. It's like, uh, was there like a dude here last night? Like, why would he say go back to sleep? And I'm like, uh, dude, I gotta pee. Uh, so anyway, well, li literally said anyway. Anyway, about a month of, about a month or so passed and I woke up in the morning and my brother said that he'd been up a couple of hours. He told me he saw the same thing. Well, then my mom, I went back to her, she told me in confidence about when we lived on a former house that something similar happened to both her and her stepdad. They never told us. She saw something coming back from the laundromat. Yeah, from the laundry room, I'm sorry, laundry room. Totally different house. And my stepdad said that he's seen a figure uh, pass through the dining room area. They didn't want no, to tell no, maybe us. Maybe it's something following her, you know what I mean? Or she's seen it. Yes. And it followed her to the, the new house. So it might be attached to her. I, that's what I was thinking. Maybe that's why I'm like, oh, crap. You know, maybe that. Yeah. yeah. So she went further back and said when she was young, her and her aunt, who had just passed away, but at the time they had played with a Ouija board. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Shut my mouth. Oh, I mean, that, that shit comes in. Like, Ouija boards are just bad idea in general. Like, there's so many fucking horror stories or, you know, like, tells of real, uh, real terror and shit like that that starts off with, well, you know, we were screwing around playing with the Ouija board and then we got cursed for the rest of our life, you know? And now we have this demon that follows around and laughs at us, you know, wakes us up in the middle of the night trying to suck our soul from our body, you know? That's a big, you know, some small soul fucking every now and then. I know, and, um, so, this, okay, so... This was back when they were young. I was just making a guess. Maybe in the 60s, early 70s. Anyway, they did this at her parents' house. And at the time, her grandparents were staying there. And in the last days, they started hearing crashes around the house. There were loud noises. They said that they hear footsteps. And they would get up in the morning and their grandfather would say... You're making all that racket at night and whatnot. And that's uh, that's it. That's it for this first article. Well, yeah, I mean. Uh, the real question is. Yeah. The real question is. Okay. Oh, uh, what's the guy's name? Matt, right? Yeah, Matthew, yes. Did Matt ever make it to the bathroom? I hope he did. And I hope he didn't develop any chronic kidney disease because of it. I bet I know who knows. Um, that is a very old reference for people that <laughs> only the that, shadow knows. Yeah. Oh so. my gosh, I love that comic. I mean, yes. Uh, I mean, the movie with Alec Baldwin, and then of course there's the spirit from Will Eisner again. Comics Corner. Yes. Stay tuned. Yeah. Uh, but yes. Um. Honestly, yeah. Like that was pretty good. That that was a pretty good reference right there like the shadow knows you know you know what evil lurks in the hearts of men the shadow knows that's also a song from link ray but yeah i, I mean right. as funny as it sounds like did he ever make it to the restroom i mean i don't know i mean uh yeah it's that's a that, that's a good question like i don't really know well, apparently they got a bossy ass shadow man saying go back to bed i don't care if you pissed or not you can piss in your bed for all i care you know 
like both literally and figuratively piss off. I'm just gonna go. I'm, I gotta go, man. You know. Right. Yeah. It, it sounds like an asshole stepdad. I like. I thought it was a stepdad being like, "No, we don't keep lights on after dark. I don't care how much you bitch and moan or if you piss in your bed or not. We're not turning the goddamn lights on. Do you know how much expensive uh, energy is? You know, one of those assholes. But yeah, that's I what I thought. Shadow man. Like he spent all his time worrying about whether or not the kid got to go to the bathroom or not. Like, is it more so maybe like? He was upset that he got caught. Maybe that's what it is. There's a possibility. Around. It's possible. I mean, I, I, I mean, honestly, like, I really, I really do think it is. But if the mother was like, uh oh, you started with the Ouija board. Okay, damn you, Parker Brothers or Milton Bradley, whoever. I mean, you created whichever a game. Huh? Whichever version it was. Right, like. Dude, like, if it was Milton Bradley or Parker Brothers, like, you created something that you have damned us all, you fuckers. So. Well, as long as you don't play with it, you're okay. You know? Right, like, that's. It's the big, uh, big, you know, thing you gotta watch out for. So. As yeah. long as you don't, you know, screw with one or move into somewhere that, you know, they didn't close the, the Ouija board or they didn't get rid of it or, you know, stuff like that. Other than that, like, maybe, maybe it was like, if you think about it, like the Grinch, you know, like, he's a little Cindy Lou that had to get up, and she wanted a glass of water, well, he had to pee, so the Grinch is like, you know, oh, no, I'm not doing anything, go back to bed, kind of thing. Yeah. You know? But who knows? It, it, it is, uh, it's, it's been known, the, the Hat Man, actually, um, the Hat Man does talk, it's not very widespread but there are stories every now and then that uh talk about the hat man actually being one to talk shadow people themselves are not i haven't really heard any stories about the shadow people themselves talking but the hat man i have yes that's i mean that's why i'm like um because you do you know you intend to you know hear stuff from it so um, gonna go to my next article. Same thing. It's the the same, uh, phantoms and monsters. No, I almost said monsters. Jeez. Huh, monsters. Uh, this one is called. Uh, oh, this sounds sexy. Grabbed by a shadow man. Uh, they actually are known to be kind of rapey. Yeah, like those gnomes we talked about months ago. <laughs> There's a there's actually a documentary uh, about the Shadow Man. I I think it's in the shadows or something like that. Yeah. Uh, it, it it actually chronicles like five different people about having to deal with these shadow people. And there's one lady that was talking about how like the shadow started chasing her daughter, and the daughter was freaking out. She was in the back of a uh, like a pickup truck. Yeah. And the thing was flying towards her. And when she got back home, she was freaking out and telling her mom, and her mom knew all about it. Well, apparently the mother had uh, said that she had been molested or sexually assaulted by this shadow person and somehow went after her daughter. Well, the daughter got the hell out of there. She didn't live there. But when she left, the shadow men started picking on the mother again and supposedly had assaulted her and then 
like three months later, they lost contact with her, and she was found dead on her couch, or behind the couch, or something like that. She had had a heart attack, so they just ended up losing contact with the lady. Damn this. And she died. And they think it was the Shadow Man that actually killed her. Damn, that's scary. So they're, they're known to, like, suck the life out of you. I sh- that's the theory, at least. Yeah. So, this is uh, Dave B. going to tell his side of the story of his encounter. So, I thought I'd tell you about this house that I grew up in. It was a two-story house located in a small Kansas town. My whole childhood, we would hear different cracks and sounds that my dad would make when he would uh, pass off as one of the house, you know, like one of those house, like, oh, it's just a house settling, one of those uh, types of uh, yeah. deals. Okay, and it says... I'm sorry, I was, I was distracted. I was thinking, what, they're in Smallville or something like that? This is the story of Superman? like. Oh, in Kansas? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is his uh, refuse to acknowledge that uh, he would that he can't physically see or feel that there was a few times that he would uh, taken aback by things that there was this one night so we were home and we were waiting for my older brother to come by so we can all go out to eat we were all in the family room in the in the basement watching it wait what we were all in the family room in the basement watching TV. That. So wait, there was no living room. Well, I, some Ooh. people have like a, a finished uh, basement, and that's kind of like a den or a living room. You know, it just depends. Now I'm intrigued by this, but anyway, uh, we thought we heard my brother come in the back door upstairs walk across the kitchen and then come downstairs they were located around the corner and we were waiting for him to step around the stairwell into the room where and when nobody appeared we were dumbfounded i ended up going and looking into the rest of the house was empty my brother didn't show up and another in another half hour it was easy to hear people walking around upstairs I knew that these were what the hell? No, never mind. Oh, never mind. I just didn't. um. So he's just hearing people walk upstairs, but he, he can't find anybody walking upstairs because the whole family's downstairs. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, I just heard something on my laptop. I'm like, oh, never mind. I thought it was this, but no, it's good. Uh, a rock across the kitchen and then come downstairs. They were located around the corner, and we were waiting for him to step around the stairwell and into the room. When nobody appeared, okay, I read that part, I'm sorry. Um, it was easy to hear people walking around upstairs and knew that these sounds were without a doubt. And then somebody came across, oh, it was just my phone, never mind. Uh, walking around upstairs and knew that the sounds without a doubt. And then somebody came downstairs and this is just one of my many, many things. Everything from knickknacks falling off shelves for no reason to hearing people talking in different rooms that we were not currently occupied. The only time I was truly scared was when I was in high school. Okay, other paragraph is the I went through a time when I couldn't sleep for days at a time. There was a summer night that I was a bed drifting in and out of sleep and I never be able to actually fall into deep sleep. 
when suddenly started shivering because I was freezing. I felt like something was watching me. I opened my eyes and noticed that there was no light in the room and there was a street light a few houses away and really shone through my window and my eyes adjusted to the darkness. I saw a large dark figure at the foot of my bed. This is like what you were mentioning uh, about in the article. Totally unable to move. I was trying to debate in my mind it was playing tricks on me when it reached down hello and grabbed my leg. Being totally overcome with fear, I bolted from my room and ran upstairs. I slept on the couch in almost about a month, but then I didn't get the nerve to sleep in my own room. I never saw it again. Strangely enough, my dad had built that house a year after I was born, and there was a first family to live there, so it was always puzzled like why was this sort of activity and I never heard anything happen since moving away in the late 90s and that was that. That's where a lot of people have problems like they they think just because nothing had, like say the house just was built there by them and nobody else has lived in the house but them mm-hmm. they don't think about it it's the land it could be the land very well or it could be a person that you know came into the house and left something there you know what I mean like See, somebody came over to visit, and that thing liked your family a lot better than it liked their family or their, that person, and they just attached. I mean, there's several ways that it can, you know, essentially get to you without being, you know, quote-unquote, the first people that built the house. So, it, like, it could be locked to the land, and that's more likely what happened. Yeah, that's what I, yeah, because, uh, like, I'm reading the whole article. I'm reading this whole article, and there really is no answer or an explanation as to what. That's what I'm like. Okay, you know, and I'm yeah, reading well, it as is. Yeah, that's why I'm like. Uh, there really is no like explanation or resolution other than these just like these account encounters. Yeah, it it, it kind of happened, and then. That's the last of it. But that's the, that's the funny thing, though. Like, for some reason, people think, oh, well, it's, we built the house, so it can't be haunted. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, that land's been there forever, literally since the beginning of the Earth, pretty much, or whenever it got formed, which is like millions of years. You know what I mean? So just because you're the first person that built a home there doesn't mean that somebody didn't build a home there before and did some crazy shit, or that land's been, you know, bloodshed and wars have been waged over that piece of land you never know you don't know what happened on that piece of land exactly that you would build your home there exactly that's why it's kind of funny where it's like oh well yeah it's true where it's like well there was nothing here when we got here it's like true but it could be where the house was built you never you never know what type of history the land or the dirt had you know, you just can't knock over the Alamo and then build a house on the Alamo and not expect things to, you know, go bump in the night yeah, because it be really, because yeah, the first time somebody's built, uh, the first time this house has been here, yeah, and uh, you, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and you can't knock. Maybe you got the wood from a haunted woods. You know what I mean? Like you can't get haunted objects from like building a house. Like especially like uh, there's this thing that people like to do that's uh, was it rescue wood or something like that or. Um, refurbished wood or something like that. It starts with an R. I can't think of it, but it's stupid. It's basically taking like this old wood that nobody wants 
is kind of rotted, so they fix it up and they cut the parts off that are rotted. They, you know, they slap it onto a house or like you know, a house got knocked down and somebody grabbed the lumber and they they reused the lumber in something else. So you don't know where that lumber came from or you don't know where all those objects came from. So it could be the land, it could be the house. And like especially right now, that's a big thing right now where they're doing with the wood. Oh, reclaimed. That's what it's called, reclaimed. Reclaimed. Okay. Yeah, so that's what, yeah, that's, yeah, because that's what kind of like, when you put your mind at ease knowing that, okay, that's, we're the first ones here, but at the same time, like, well, what else could it be? Yeah, it could be a million things. It could be like, like that. Yeah, it could be the, the material the house was built, could be the land that the house was built. That's what it could be. And not expect for, uh, you know, like, well, I don't understand. It's like, no, you have to understand this. It could be that as such right yeah that's what I'm like and like I just mentioned like you can't knock something down you know like knock down the Alamo or knock down yeah knock down you know Manger Hotel and you know expect like okay well since this was haunted you know we're going to uh, rebuild it so we knocked it down and then rebuilt rebuilt something over top of it oh it shouldn't be haunted anymore because it's a new building it's a new building it's like nope nope dead wrong I mean it's still there's still going to be hauntings it's still it there's still it's still gonna happen regardless i don't right. know i don't know what they're thinking so anyway um so that was some good article uh, that was a good bar- uh so on to my next one on to my next one oh and it's a local sort of here in san antonio we don't like austin yeah that's right fight us anyway uh jeff yeah, it's in- about 45 minutes so maybe an hour away it's not that far san antonio Yes, come and fight us. You're not taking the Spurs away from us. You got your own Spurs. The crappy Spurs. We got the five champions. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Jeff and hey, well, Austin. Spurs are kind of crappy right now, so I mean, we, we, we lost. do have the crappy Spurs. Well, we, All we the good people do. left. They yeah. retired. Yeah. They're Hall of Famers now. But Jeff in Austin called to tell uh, her story. Wait. Whoa, dang. To she. Ooh, it's a lady. So, anyway, quote, uh, last week I was in downtown Austin, Congress Avenue, visiting a local uh, local Honda bar. It is a well-known place for parent Honda bar. Honda bar. I don't know. Like, every time they say Honda, it reminds me of the car and the character from Street Fighter. Yeah. 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 (laughs) It is a... Like, I was thinking, like, it's a car bar? Like, what the hell is a Honda bar? Same, Same here. Like, dude, come on. I mean, this... We're we're so like here in San Antonio, like our bars are normal. That's our the regular thing. bar. <laughs> anyway, going back to the story. Yeah, uh, it is a well-known place for paranormal activity out here in Austin. I met a young man and I asked him if he had any ghost stories about the place. He said that yes, he did. He told me a few. Then he told me, you know, there's something that still bothers me from when I was a kid. I said, what's that? He said, when I was six years old in my bedroom, I saw a dark shadowy figure that was wearing a trench coat and a hat. I said, what kind of a hat? He said, a little bit with a border brimmed hat. And I said, like a fedora. He said, yes. What's a fedora? Dumbass. I went... It was Johnny Depp. Oh, shit. Johnny Depp. Oh, I mean, like, what is it from, uh, what is it, like, 
never mind. It, it was something from uh, Hack the Movies where it's like he's more scarfed than man or something. Like Johnny Depp's more hat than man or something. Probably. Like, he's always wearing fedoras. He's like one of the only people that can actually pull off a fedora thing, but, you know. You know, and honestly, Depp's yeah. Smoking in the fucking dark of that house. <laughs> Just be like, you know. Me and Tim Burton hang out a lot. Okay, Johnny. <laughs> oh yeah, they. I, I think I. Now can I sleep? <laughs> I was like, yeah, like we. Yeah, that it's it's also confirmed that Johnny Depp is actually Tim Burton's son. So that's actually been confirmed. So. Um, really. Has it really? Yeah, they have. It's like, like oh, okay, like like Tim Burton actually adopted Johnny Depp, so now they're oh oh shit. I was like, I, I was like, I thought they were the same age. How's he his son? <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, okay. I was like, holy shit. Where was I? <laughs> I think it was after uh, the Alice in Wonderland movie. Anyway. <laughs> So I, I if anything it would be after the the uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. That was a horrible fucking remake, and Tim Tim Burton owned Johnny for that. He's like, man, I'm sorry. That that was bad. <laughs> oh, you think? Yeah, all right. But hey, calm down. Calm down, Johnny. Calm down. Here we got some nice drugs for you. Here, calm down. Yes, and. Yes, and you're gonna marry uh, Amber Heard, which later they're gonna rename her Amber Turd. But anyway, that's, I was thinking about that the other day. That's still kind of funny. But anyway, uh, it says, okay, um, that was my place. Okay, like a fedora. What's a fedora? Uh, I went to describe what a fedora looked like. Like I said, dumbass. I said, yeah, that's it. I said, what happened then? Did it come closer to you? He said, no, it just stood there. I said, did you see the f its face? No, I didn't see its face. I said, well, what did you do then? I just pulled the covers up from over my head. <laughs> the blanket protects all. <laughs> are, you, are you serious? <laughs> like, are you serious? This is this is sound like something like I would say if you interviewed me like what did you do like oh I just went back to sleep like I didn't see anything I, I saw something but I went back to sleep yeah this that sounds like actually what actually happens a lot more than you know it like you hear these weird stories they're like oh yeah I woke up and saw a shadow man oh really were you scared no I just went back to sleep after I you know they were like oh well I was scared for a little bit and then I fell back to sleep while the thing was watching you yeah yeah like. What the hell? <laughs> like, why? The, how could you sleep in that situation? But they think it's got, like, some kind of hypnotic thing or something like that. It's weird. People, uh, like that and aliens. Like, people would be like, oh, yeah, I saw aliens in my room. And, like, oh, yeah? What happened? Oh, I went back to sleep. What? Okay. This is why like, I we're... Don't see how you can sleep in that situation, but all right. Yep. This is why we're that stoned alien. But anyway. Uh, so, did you see his face? He says, no, the cover's on my head. Of course I understood that. Did you now? I looked all over the place. I tried to meet people who saw the same thing. It's all over the internet. I said, ironically, I have not seen, you know, found anything on the internet like that, but you just met someone that saw the same thing you did. I was 14 years old. I am now 47 years old. I was in my house and I had an old friend of mine. I grew up across the street. 
and the house was wide open. My parents were gone for the evening, which was unusual. Front back doors open. We had screen doors. I was trying to air the place out. I wonder why. It was uh, summertime. We went back to the old kitchen, back towards the back door and outside and right the, outside the door, the screen door. How many how many screen doors does it have? Okay. So we it's saw... all screen doors. Every fucking door is a screen door in that house. I know. That's what, like, it was dark, shadowy figure. It the looked windows, like... windows, screen doors. <laughs> and burglar bars. <laughs> and then where, okay, and then it said we found shadow figure wearing a trench coat and it was the hat man it looked up online that's what I saw there was a thing that's different uh, from all the other stories online I actually saw the face and the face was a skull and yes it was a skeleton from what I can tell and it was part of the body that I can see was in the face it was a skull it was wearing a trench coat and it had a fedora cap a cap a fedora hat it says right here cap I know what a cap is it says it's a never mind and it just stood there and I looked at my buddy that I grew up with and I could see his eyes were wide open and that look of fear on his face I looked at him and it looked like and it ran outside through the old house back to the front door of the house okay you just like ran out the door just say you don't have to confuse me or confuse everybody <laughs> We're and it's probably like they ran through the screen door because you know they had to get like through 40 screen doors to get out is it like scooby-doo or they just like they left their like their imprint on the door exactly like that. yeah <laughs> exactly what happened. so what did you see i know you saw something uh i saw the look on your face and it told me what it said, yeah, well, is is my house is wide open. I can't just leave it like that. My parents will come home and kill me. Like if that thing was... Not if the shadow person kills you first. Right, I was going to say, not if that kills you first. And in my house, you're coming for me. No, I am not. Yes, you are. You're coming back with me. I was terrified, and that was not the first thing that happened. Like, that was a house, and you that was another story. Right, the same thing. Like, nah, we're going back in. And this was the time where I saw that apparition, entity, whatever it was. We went... It says we went back, and it says we went... I'm not going to read this part, because uh, it, says, it, it says we went back... But they are missing a letter, and I am not going to read that. <laughs> it's like, okay, we went back into the house. Yeah, uh, well, I'll tell, I'll tell you off air, Josh. I'll, I'll tell you off air. But uh, uh, nothing was there. The house was still wide open. Nothing behind the screen door. Nothing. But we did see the same thing. What the hell could hide behind the screen door? It's a screen door. I swear, people. I swear. <laughs> like, I swear. Door. I was like, yeah, you can see them from the outside. <laughs> I was like, we talked about the screen door. Like that's all I'm reading. <laughs> and at that point, at a particular bar in Austin, I was not thinking the way, but I was just asking questions. He said, "I have another story about the place." He told me after our conversation about ghost stories and whatnot, it was entertaining. But he told me that. He had not been the he had not seen the same thing. He was six years old. I was fourteen years old. We both saw the same thing, and that was the end of my tales of the shadow man, or the yeah, right. tales of it. Yes. So 
my thing is, and I'm gonna, uh, no, but I'm gonna tell you, uh, I'm gonna tell you, uh, after, uh, a- after, after the recording, Josh, about what I was about to read, and I stopped. So, um, I just, yes, I, I did because I was, I was like, oh, hold, hold on, I'm not gonna read that because I, uh, like I said, I'll, I'll tell you off air. But what you I, you know what my problem with the story is? What is it? There was way too much involvement with screen doors in that whole that's story. What like, I was, way too much. That's what I was going to say. Like, oh my God, like how many screen doors? Like, look, I lived in my old house and they only had like one screen door, which was the back door. That was it. <laughs> yeah, we got we got two. One in the uh, one in the front and one that goes to lead to the back. And, well, three, actually. We got one in the garage, too. But other than that, it's not like we got a screen door on every fucking door. You know, it sounds like every door they had was a screen door. And it's like, you look behind the screen door, like, yes, who looks behind the screen door? And I mean, like, oh, like, oh, I'm going to look behind the screen door. If it's pointing outward, there's nothing. <laughs> well, not only that, but, I mean, a screen door, you can see through a screen door. So how can anything hide behind a screen door? They're like, bigaboo, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, oh, my God, seriously. Like, I mean, whoever wrote this article clearly was not uh, paying attention to the... Uh, interviewer well, because John, they were at a bar well yeah because there was a lot of typos especially this one big typo which like i mentioned i'm going to tell you off air but when it All said right. that oh it's a cap like no 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 cap is baseball cap it's whatever he didn't in the story they said oh it was it was a fedora it's more of a formal hat. hat yeah and it's like no it's a hat there it's a difference between hat and cap or today's lingo lid, which I don't use lid. I shop at lids, yes, but I pre- I refuse to call a cap lid. Yes, Jose is is awfully OCD about the cap and the the, the hat difference. Exactly, <laughs> I am because I have like a freaking big collection of caps. I don't have a hat. Okay, and I'm losing my voice over that because I already know. Yes, I mean I could, you know, I'm one of those. Yes, I'm one of those snobs where I'm like, no, a hat is the fedora, it's the bowler, is you know whatever. A cap is like baseball caps, you know. You have, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, want, I don't want to go off the rails on that, but anyway, yeah, that's yeah. that's my big. Uh, Move off the lid, so. Don't say lid, but anyway, uh, but yeah, honestly, yeah, I refuse to call a cap lid. I'm just gonna get or that cap. straight. Yeah. Or a hat, a cap. Hat, cap. Yeah. Yes, because I mean this. Right. Is, yeah, but uh, anyway, uh, we'll we'll, we'll, con- we'll continue that argument later. <laughs> that's gonna be my no. final thought, and don't stop me on that. But anyway, Josh, uh, continue on with with your three tales of terror. All right, starting off with confronted by flying shadows. Oh I received snap! The following account recently, and this is also from uh, phantomandmonsters.com. So, hi. I think you may be able to help explain our experiences. I have a home just north of Mariposa, California, near Yosemite National Park. About 10 years ago, my wife and I were at Tioga Lake during the summer. We had been camping nearby, and we were hiking around the lake one afternoon. I'd say around 6.30 p.m., we started to walk towards the car in the trailer and head back home. We were pulling away before driving onto Route uh, 120 when we noticed two huge dark figures descend from above in our path. I instantly hit the brakes and stopped. The figures looked like dark black shadows, but very defined. They had a human shape with massive wings extending out and above them. 
They were at minimum 10 feet tall. They just stood there looking at us with small flashing eyes. You could tell that they were watching us. I couldn't make out other facial features. We both felt paralyzed. My wife and I was, or my wife was shaking and hyperventilating as she was trying to scream. They moved closer to the car and reached out with claw-like hands. I hit the gas and sped out of there, hoping I wouldn't flip the trailer. I heard a loud thump, like I had hit something as I sped off, but I wasn't stopping. Good man. <laughs> yeah. If you actually hit one of the shadows and they rolled over, I still wouldn't stop. You know what I mean? It would be like, I know what you did last summer, where it was like, oh, it's a shoe, where's the foot? Yeah, well, I, I was thinking it was more like a train, because they got stuck in between the back of the car and the, the trailer. I was like, like... you know, on a train where they, the, where they couple, you know what I mean? That's what I was thinking, they just got like stuck in between there. Or it's like, what is it, like they ran over Flanders, that he was a werewolf, and he's like, he just ran them over. <laughs> Yes, I forgot to put the right, Gotta pull over the blade table like werewolf Flanders. <laughs> Deadly. Oh my god, that's, I love that episode. I love that. That's funny. Yeah, that one's a good uh, that one's pretty good. Uh Treehouse of Horror before it went to shit. But yeah. Anyway, getting, getting back. Uh I can't remember what I said as we got onto the highway. My wife was still shaking and crying. I continued to drive until I stopped for gas. About a half hour later. After I gassed up, I got back in the car and looked at my wife. She was absolutely still and staring forward. I thought she quit breathing. I asked her if she was okay. She turned her head and nodded, not saying a word. After we got home, both of us unloaded the camper, then headed to the bathroom. We were terribly exhausted. My wife laid down and fell asleep while I took a shower. The next day, after we slept almost 10 hours, we sat up in the living room and discussed what happened at Tioga Lake. We both felt fine and had no ill effects. As the years went by, we kind of forgot about our experience. We've never told our daughter, who was grown and had her own family. Our daughter and her family live in Salt Lake City, so we rarely see them except for Christmas, and possibly during the summer. This past August, they stayed with us for a week. One afternoon, my wife and daughter drove into Mariposa to do some shopping. They were on their way back and pulled onto the side road used to access our property. My daughter was driving her SUV. Suddenly, she hit the brakes and stopped. My wife uh, said she looked up and glimpsed a tall, dark figure, very similar to those that we saw at Tioga Lake. This time, the figure spread its wings and ascended up and over the trees. When they got home, both were shaking. My son-in-law is a paramedic and said they both exhibited signs of shock. We laid them down and kept vigil to make sure they were okay. They eventually came around after sleeping for several hours. We discussed what they witnessed and talked about our encounter 10 years previously. None of us understood what these figures are. It seems like it's, it's almost like draining them every time they come encounter with these things. You know, um, the first time both of them fell asleep for uh, like 10 hours and slept like logs, he said. And the second time these people saw them, uh, I don't know if it's just they were coming down from a journaling crash or something like that, but it, it seems like after they sleep, they kind of get back to the. Uh, their uh, normal biorhythm, you know, where it's just like, okay, I can, I can be myself, I can chill, you know, uh, just like a resting state. But it seems like every time they encounter them, I don't know if it's the fear that does it, or if it's the fact that these things are draining them every time they come into them. Like these things are supposed to, like they mentioned in the article earlier, that they could feed off fear, and maybe that's why they encountered these things because it looks like these things are out to 
scare the shit out of them. Right. They don't really do anything other than that. Right, it's, it kind of reminds me of like Freddy vs. Jason where like uh, Freddy turns into like a giant shadow and he tries to kill the try to kill a teenager but the thing is is that since the town like wanted to just forget about him like that's why he can't fear it off that fear that's why he needed Jason to like install the fear because Freddy was not strong enough that's why that's well, what I kind of you got but that, that's yeah. a good point because Freddy is actually an archetype of the hat man if you think about it yes that's why I brought it up yes so. and plus uh, and plus this thing kind of reminds me of Jeepers Creepers in other words Kind of, but Jeepers are more more after body parts than they are just fear. They yeah. Smell the fear on you, but you know. That's a fedora, okay. moron. <laughs> Going back to my last story, that's a fedora. I thought he had more like a farmer's straw hat kind of thing going on. No, no, no. Freddie, Freddie had a fedora. No, I know Freddie. I was talking about Jeepers Creepers. Oh yeah, well yeah 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 uh, yeah yeah yeah. Uh, uh, yes, he did. He did like have like a farmer's hat, straw yeah, hat. Okay. Yes, yeah. Like a straw hat, yeah. Um, getting back to our story, we discussed what we witnessed and talked about our encounter ten years previous. None of us understood what these figures are. Can you give us any idea what we saw? I fear that any mention of our encounters would not sit well with others and be seen as redolent by our community and friends. Please reply, name withheld. Why would it be seen as malevolent? Like. Because you mentioned a uh, something bad that happened to you, I don't get that. Maybe maybe they live in a super Christian like community or something like that, where yeah. they're like, "Oh, you can't speak of the devil for it; she'll call him upon us." You know, shit like that. Maybe I don't know. It has an happy note. No, I contacted and talked to both witness by telephone. Both feel these entities were a divine warning, and I believe they wanted me to verify that. I doubt there was anything spiritual attached to these beings. The description suggests to me these were figures were worldly and with substance, possibly in the same genre as a Mothman, and the two events were probably not related. Nonetheless, they promised to keep me informed as any future uh, as to any future experiences. They agreed to have their account published. Come on. So that's our first one, the flying flying shadows. It's a little bit different from your normal encounters, which is pretty cool. Yeah. These were more like know flying things then they like you said these these seem more like a some kind of flying thing like a bat squad or like a, a mob band like you said or some kind of like weird shadow entity that flies you know what i mean more than it was actual shadow person it but it is weird that they were all shadow so yeah going I, into our second story sorry go ahead oh no i, I was just gonna say like yeah it's it, it was it was more like that but yes uh, uh proceed man I'm, I'm sorry Okay. Oh. Uh, pursued by a horned shadow. Horn or horny? What do you call horned. Oh, my bad. I misheard. ED. <laughs> so the horned shadow had ED. And why? Okay. Here's yeah. <laughs> Glenn called in to tell of his bizarre shadow man experience. My story starts about 25 years ago. 17 years old, I used to take a shortcut through the woods, Freeport, Long Island, New York, and heading towards the shortcut, I'd say maybe it was about 12 blocks. I had to go through a, like, marshy swamp area, about 100 yards in, it's dark, and it's in the back of an old railroad station. No lit light, you can barely see. 
you can barely see 20 or 30 yards. About 100 yards in there, I had to follow a trail along a fence. I had to sit down and smoke a cigarette. I'm sitting there, 17 years old. I'm not scared of much, especially growing up in New York. All kinds of surprises until after this experience. So out in the marsh, I'm sitting down and out in the marsh, I hear some dog tags, you know, clanking together. I didn't think much of it. There are a lot of dogs out there. Goofing off as I sat there, the chains started coming closer. The tags were clinking and clanking and started coming closer. So I'm thinking, a dog's on its way, no big deal, no need for alarm. As my ears, I couldn't really see. To my left was a creek that came out of a pipe that came from under the property. It wrapped around in front of me about a 12 or a 10 to 12 foot yard drop to the creek. The creek's about 10 yards and a sand bank on the other side. Then there's some type of marshy small trees and then you can see maybe 10 or 20 yards past the creek. Those clanking sounds are coming closer and closer. My ears are telling me that it should be visible soon. It should be coming into my range. And I still thought it was a dog, so I'm expecting to hear a little critter, you know, coming through the grass or leaves and whatnot. And I hear two footsteps. I hear something with foot, two footsteps, thump, thump, and it's coming towards me. Not a French Poodle, not a German Shepherd. Two distinct footsteps coming through, and you can hear the grass and the walking, and the dog chains still clinking, clinking. Uh, that's about when my alarm bells went off. I'm thinking, okay, this is a problem. There's no way you can think this is anything but a problem. Something's wrong, and my ears are telling me that I ought to be able to see this thing, and it should be right there on the other side of the creek. This kind of just dragged on for about 20 minutes. It didn't just walk up. I'm thinking, serial killer, I'm thinking something. I didn't know. Just bad. And I was ready to go because I should have seen it. My ears were telling me it should be there, but I couldn't see it. And I'm looking around to figure, should I go back to the right, or should I go to the left? And I'm in New York. So it's not always a friendly place. And I'm out in the middle of the swamp, and of I can't see that not. good. Yeah, this guy's he's a, little, he's a little droning, you know. Is that you? Uh, you're clinking, you're, clinking, you're, uh, you're right, in, the, right. in New York, like, I mean. No, you're in New York. You're in New York. You know, you got the Bronx, you got Brooklyn, you know, you got Stan Island. I mean, I mean, come on, man. I mean, of course, I mean, you ain't going to be friendly. So, of course, I mean, that's a good way of putting it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he's in the middle of a fucking swamp. <laughs> oh, okay. It must be upstate. So, it must be upstate. So, right. Yeah. To get to the back street of the neighborhood I was heading to, I had to make a left about 10 yards and go across the bike to the right. Go another 25 yards, then up the side hill. It brings me to a dead-end street. Straight up there to the neighborhood... And I have about 30 more blocks to my house. And the trail on the other side went away from the creek. So whatever would have been done there on that bank would have had a 30-yard trip to where it was. And I had a 30-yard trip, uh, trip to where it was. So I got up and bolted. I figured I'd beat it. I'd hang to the left and run to the right. And I'm full sprint. I'm an athletic type. I'm 6'2". And just where I got to the point where I go up this hill, a 10 or 12-foot shadow with red eyes stepped up from the bank and was standing right there a 10 or 12 foot huge it had horns i froze it had horns just an outline it was as dark as dark could be all you could see is dark all you see was an outline looking into this creature it was dark as night this guy's a little repetitive like i said <laughs> i know like there's some stories that are like yeah yeah <laughs> did i mention it was dark 
you know. The hell you say. <laughs> uh, red beady eyes. Beady. Not just glowing eyes. Red beady eyes. And I froze. I was just stuck. And I don't know how long I was there. I stood there contemplating some kind of communication coming at me. Like, step into me or something. I didn't know, but I didn't want to touch it. So I did what any red-blooded 17-year-old would do in this situation. I turned around, and I ran. And I ran, and I didn't stop running. And I ran all the way home. This was like 40 blocks, you know. This was like two miles. Run, Forrest, run! Uh, I came home sweating, huffing. My parents kind of looked at me odd. Uh, at me odd. I was well-raised, you know. Yes, sir, no, sir, no, ma'am. Captain Boy, I was in almost shock. I couldn't explain to them what happened. I didn't dare. They would have committed me. They would have sent me to private school or something. <laughs> okay, I'm tired of your shit. You're going to private school. Well, at least you didn't send his, send him to his auntie and uncle out in uh, Bel Air. You know, what's the vision that, I guess? At least they didn't, uh... uh what was it that, uh... At least they didn't send him to the uh, military school with Chucky, so... He's safe. Right. Well, I thought she only went there if you were an orphan. Like... Barkley was an orphan and the little black kid was an orphan. I can't remember his name, but like, weren't they all orphans? Or no? No, I think Andy was sent to military school just because I don't know why. Oh, wait, hold on. No, because. No, no, no. I, I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, I, it's been a while since I saw Charles play three. I just know that he was if up I, for if a doctor. If I remember correctly, he got sent to military school because his parents kept ending up dying because wherever he went, Chucky went. And they were like, well, we're just going to stick this kid in military school because wherever he goes, people die. So they're like, oh, well, you know, maybe maybe he'll be away from people that, you know, maybe the military can handle themselves, maybe. But that didn't work out too well. Either. No, it didn't. <laughs> so, um, they would have sent me to private school or something. I told one person in my life, I grew up in Catholic schools, and I tried to tell my priest, Bell asked what he thought the creature was. It was just a definition of, to figure out that life wasn't what I had figured out at that point. It was something that alienated me from what I considered normal. And that story came from Coast to Coast on October 31st, 2005. Okay, uh, I just gotta say one thing about that. That is where, okay, um... They didn't have a strict... They didn't have, like, a profound answer for that. No, it was just, uh... It was some guy droning on and on about being in the swamp. And pretty much he's like, I saw red beady eyes in the horn shadow. Red beady eyes, red beady eyes. Then I mentioned red beady eyes. And then I ran. And then I ran and ran and ran and ran and ran. And then he ran so far and away that he couldn't get away. <laughs> like, that's literally what the story is. I mean, you know, I'm. I mean, I'm Catholic too, but I. I don't want to bring religion into this. I mean, that's why I'm like, okay, okay are you sure this guy is okay? Like, no, I'm but I mean, sure. he kept mentioning Catholic. Oh, I, was, I grew up in. I was uh, raised Catholic. Oh, I grew up in a Catholic school. Oh, well, I talked to my priest. Oh, I'm Catholic. Well, uh, maybe they're going to send me to a private school or something like that. And then, like, he just kept repeating things over and over. Uh, dog tags, beady eyes. Uh, it was dark, super dark, so dark that. It makes black look stupid, you know, shit like that. <laughs> I mean, it's like I mentioned, like, yes, I am Catholic too, but, like, I don't bring that up, like, in every one of my stories or every one of my encounters. 
you know. No, I know that, but I, I, I just think it. Like, that this dude was like. Out. So he was like looking for religious guidance, and he tends to repeat everything like twenty times. So he just kept saying he's Catholic over and over again. Yeah, I mean that was pretty interesting, but in, except the super repetitiveness of that. Yeah. Yes. At least it's not that. Is that one guy that we're reading about the the tail crawler? Oh yeah. Like, oh oh uh, my I, god. I, I wilderness for 40 years and i know everything there is to know about animals and i'm a reporter and i'm important you know that that all that 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 pissed me off to the point where i'm like like are we gonna like are you gonna get to the story or are you like that was just super fucking detailed and you were the one that was reading it not me that's why i'm like dude i would have just like skipped ahead like okay did you actually see something or you're just trying to like oh yeah i'm a reporter and i see i see what goes on and everything like look i'm in my little boat with my tackle box and everything i'm like dude nobody fucking cares like what did you see and he's like, oh, I'm a super sketch artist too, and I know like, and I know all animal sounds ever created in the entirety of Earth. Every animal sound that's ever been uttered, I know, and that wasn't an animal sound. And like, yeah, I, of like, you think so? It, it kind of reminded me. Of, it kind of reminded me of like Spy Hard, where like the agent gets off the island, and then you see uh, what's his name from uh, Police Academy make all the sounds like. Rrr, 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 you know, like that. I mean, that's what I kind of figured he would start doing that. Well, I mean, like, that guy was seriously, like, he was so full, full of hot air, he had, like, a recycle system. So he was blowing hot air up his own ass and trying to blow up hot air in other people's asses, too. So, like, you know, it was just, oh, I'm the best ever. I'm the best around. Nobody's going to ever take me down. I'm the best around. You know? <laughs> it was pretty much like that. Yeah, and that made for a pretty boring story in an encounter. Well, I mean, the encounter was interesting, but the fact leading up to it was way, it, way overdone. It was, like, yes, we didn't need to know every faucet and every detail of this one person's life. Right, it's like, and then I blinked, and then I thought I had some crust in my eye, so I dug it out, so I could see clear, because I have the best eyes around, and I know every animal in the forest. <laughs> Anyway, uh, no, that was pretty much about it. Yeah. Uh, this is our last story for the night, folks. YouTube personality and low-budget movie star Ryan Higa speaks on Off the Pill podcast, discuss the topic of ghosts and experience he had in 2010 while staying in Alhabram, Alabama, California, uh, Alhambra. I guess is the best word. <laughs> that's the best I can get. So. That's okay. If we butchered the name, that's all right. Yeah, like, some things I can't pronounce. I'll admit it. Anyway, I would put myself under unsure. I would lean towards more towards yes than unsure because I also don't trust sometimes my own mind. This is very visual. In fact, I can tell the story because it's I don't know. (laughs) See, I can tell it's this. It's not that scary. I mean, I could be saying anything. You guys don't have to believe me, but this is a story, really. Oh, he really said that? Uh, it, it was a kind of yes. Well, no, no, it's uncertain. Oh, well, maybe more than uncertain, it's a yes. Well, you don't have to believe me, but, you know, I don't believe my own self, but I do believe myself sometimes. <laughs> and we're just going to come to this conclusion where it's like, you, sir, are a liar. <laughs> <laughs> that is the screen door shit. I mean, right. 
We were shooting Agents of Secret Stuff, so whatever year that was. We had just finished that. I was staying at Phil, Phil Wang, director, and Wes, Wesley Chan, director's house. They were living together in Alhambra, California, Wong Fu Productions. While we were filming, I was living with them because I was, I lived in Vegas. So I was staying with them for a couple of weeks, and we had just finished, uh, finished Agents of Secret Stuff. I'm going to guess 2010. Production yes. notes state the film was shot over the span of a week in 2010. I was staying on, uh, staying on their couch. They both had rooms upstairs. The couch was downstairs, so we were out him hammer at their apartment, and it was about, I'm going to guess, about 2.30 or 3 o'clock a.m., 3 a.m., and I was just on my computer on their couch, just, I don't know, doing whatever, probably on Facebook or whatever, and then I'm lying on their couch, and I'm trying to paint this room for you, so say this is a couch, and I'm laying here, and then they have a sliding door right here behind it. So this is the back of the couch. I'm lying on it, and they have a sliding door right here behind it. Come on, dude. So it's all dark. It's 3 a.m., and the only light that's coming into the room is from the street lights, which is a yellowish light coming from the street. <laughs> He's on the street lights, bro. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Vertical blinds that are all open. They're like all the way spread out across the sliding door, but they all opened and not closed, so the light is still coming in. At some point, I just caught something at the side of my eye. So obviously, I just looked, and normally when you have, like, you know, scary things, scary things happen. You kind of look, and they're gone. This time when I looked, I just saw a silhouette, right, and it's walking by, so I thought somebody's walking by, you know, by the house, and I thought, well, that's weird. It's 3 a.m. Why would somebody be walking by? It's kind of sketchy, but the weirder thing is that it looked like it was on the inside. So it was like a very dark shadow figure, and it looked like it was on the inside because it was blocking, but it was in front of the light. It was blocking the light. And basically what really scared me was the thing walked across the sliding door and behind it as if his hand was out like this, extends hand to side. The blinds were moving with it. Then the crazier thing, I thought maybe this could be the wind. At that time, I wasn't thinking. I started thinking after the fact. It turned around, right, the figure turned around and walked the other way, and the blinds started going the other way. They started clashing because it was like going one way, they started to go the other way, and that's when I freaked out. It looked like a very tall, dark figure with kind of longer hair, I'm assuming a guy, and it was kind of a shadow, but you could see the features. It was really, it was still dark, but you could kind of see the clothing features, but it was so dark that it was just like a dark figure. It was like an old streetlight color, and it was in front of it, so it kind of silhouetted, and I'm looking directly at it. There was a pathway, like they're enclosed in their own thing, like it wasn't on the street. There's no way on somebody in the uh, complex that's walking by, but, uh, but that's besides the point because it was on the inside. The blinds were moving one way, as if he was touching the blinds like this, and then walking by, he turned around, then it looked like he was walking by, like his shoulder or something was hitting it, and it went the other way. Guys, super rambly. Uh, that's when I started freaking out because I heard the sounds of the blind. It was completely silent in the room. I didn't hear footsteps. I just saw this thing walking one way, turned around, and then the blinds started flashing. I could hear the blinds. That's what freaked me out more than anything. Not even seeing it, just the sound of the blinds is what freaked me out. And at that moment, after what happened, because I'm literally looking at it and understanding what I'm seeing, but when I heard the blinds, that's when I freaked out. I put the blanket over my head. I had my laptop. Up to that point, I didn't believe in ghosts. I used to do ghost hunting in Hawaii with Sean, 
they'll tell you, we used to go to almost haunted places. I never heard or saw anything. That was my natural reaction. I picked up my phone, which was near my laptop, which is on my lap. I put the bag over my head, and I called Phil, and I said, you need to come down here right now. And, like, maybe, like, I don't know how long it took him. He came down and turned on the lights. Thank God, he turned on the lights and came down the street. <laughs> he was, like, super tired. It was late at night. I started to get up. I was about to tell him what I just saw. And he said, I don't want to know. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. I have to live here. And then I just, that was the last time we spoke about it. I went upstairs with Phil. I took my blanket. I sound like such a little poon right now. But, yeah, you would freak out if that happened to you. I did. So this is why I said I'm sure because I was extremely tired. I could have been like, I wasn't like drinking. I wasn't doing any of that. I was just very tired because we had finished a really long shoot. So this is why I'm saying I'm unsure because I was very tired. And source, Tiga TV, Off the Field podcast, Real Ghost Stories featuring David Choi, published on uh, 22nd of June, 2018. Oh my God, what was that? <laughs> Wow. I don't know which one was worse. Uh, like, the, the second one or the third one, it's like, you know, like lines. You know what lines are. You know how they, they weren't all the way closed, or sort of closed, but they were facing the right way, and then they faced the wrong way, and they went back and forth and back and forth, like a windshield wiper. And then, but there was light peeking through, but the, there was, the shadow was inside the door, not outside the door. It was like, you motherfucker. Jesus Christ, I know we rambled, but not that much. I know, right, but at least we, like, it makes sense, and we know what we're talking about when we, like, reference stuff we when we ramble. ourselves over and over again. Right, like, like, oh, hey, like, I got my heart broke, blah, 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 and I'm like, dude, like, that, that's, that, that's, like, okay, like, move on from that, like, yes, and, like, where these were, like, dude, I'm Catholic, and everything, I'm like, dude, like, so am I, but I don't bring it up, and every time I have a freaking encounter. Alright. Yes. The blinds, the, did you know the blinds? Like, you didn't have to tell us 50 ways how the blind blinds were. All you had to say, they, were, they had blinds along the sliding glass door that covered the whole way, and they were flat, and they were open. Literally, all you had to say, you didn't have to say 50 different times. But, you know, it's not my story, and I only read it. So, what can I say? I can only, I can only play, you know, uh, uh, quarterback, uh, armchair quarterback you know what I mean so I can only I can only criticize so much but I know it's like when you I mean if you just like ask a simple encounter like a simple story like I'm just gonna go like like what I did with my hospital story like yes I saw a shadowy figure but I saw it with a patient that time i didn't bring up like oh well i'm catholic and i saw the, like no i said look i saw a shadow figure like go to the waiting room i turned to the patient right. and, and i, I said questions I about, asked, like you know oh was it this or what happened or like you know we filled out the details but yeah you know it's usually it's better to have more details but not if it's the same fucking detail over and over again it's like oh well it went it went into the it went into the waiting room uh, you know like because in the waiting room is like you know it, it went into the waiting room and, and i was like okay we I, like everybody gets it it went into the waiting room like how i did it like and yes the it, waiting room where they have snacks but they don't have snacks anymore because the vending machine's out in the waiting room they're like <laughs> shit like that you know what I mean? right that's why i'm like no it went into the waiting room because like the waiting room was like empty and it is kind of creepy like how it is you know in that hospital so you know in you know in that floor so like I turned to the patient and I said did you see what I see and the patient was like yes so that moment on like yeah we did like I know that that floor 
is definitely haunted you know and that's my account and that's my story like i'm not gonna repeat myself well i said well i'm catholic and i wanted to see the somebody that say like oh is this floor haunted because like really i'm catholic and i like no like okay nobody cares like what your what the religious preference is like i said i know i am but the thing is i don't want to bring it up every single time like there is an encounter you know, and then right. there's then there's these dudes that are like they're, they're like in her second story he brought it like, okay, it was very super repetitive about that. It's like okay, and then with this last one was like okay, uh, get to the you know get to the point like what, like, right. like what out. like what is it? Yes, I mean it's like I understand you're terrified, you know, and trying to think back like it happens to me too. Like uh, like look, I'm trying to think back what I saw, but I'm just gonna get right to it. I saw something. I'm not quite sure. Because it happened years ago. Could have just said that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's kind of funny. It's just, you know, I do read these, and sometimes I, I skip a little bit, you know, if I'm in a hurry or something like that. Because I have to look like, you know, I look through maybe 30 articles or some shit like that. So sometimes <laughs> it's kind of, you know, I, I, I preview it real quick. So, I mean, sometimes I, I we go into um, a cold as well, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, Oh well, the title sounds cool. Let's read that one. And you know, sometimes they can be out, come out like really shitty. But it's always fun to make fun of the encounters. So, or make fun not of make the- fun of the people because of the encounter, but make fun of the people that are just like telling a really badly told story. It's like, did you or did you not? You know, it's like, don't try to like, oh yeah, I saw something, I saw something. I'm like, no, if you did, if you didn't. Because like, I know that, I hate to sound like a broken record on this, but yes, hospitals are haunted. You are going to see something. You are going to hear some things. Like, already, like you just mentioned, like, yes, I have. And and it was, it was pretty... Only if you're Catholic. Right, uh, well, but the thing is, is that, uh, like, in all honesty, is like, you know, there are things that just bound to happen. You know, and that's and you know, and I didn't repeat myself. I didn't do this, but it's like no, like I know what I saw because it happened. You know, like recently, it it wasn't like years ago. Where, but if it's something like this, like this is something you don't forget. You don't intend to forget these things. Like my first story was like, yeah, you wanted to use a restroom, and it's like, no, go back to bed. Like, okay, that was self-explanatory right there. Like, okay, you didn't let him take a piss. Right. Yeah. So. I mean, anyway, folks, that's our shadow people for this week. Um, not sure what we're going to do next week. We might be doing Black Eyed Kids. I'm not sure yet. But we'll let you know uh, when the next episode happens. So, well, any final thoughts for this week, Jose? Okay, I'm just gonna do real quick because uh, I think we're I think this is gonna be Shadow Week because I mean you did do uh, we did do Shadow People and uh, Thursday the next episode I am going to talk about uh, one of these comic stories that I was gonna write and it was about uh, you know it was called the Red Shadow and all this and that it it was a comic book that I wrote. And I think it's a perfect time for me to talk about it, like how the story was going to be written. I went through like different iterations, different drafts, until finally I just gave up. Uh, but uh, stay tuned for that one. It's a Comics Corner edition on that one on my own. Uh, it's going to be my own uh, merit, my own episode. So uh, stay tuned for that one. So this is going to be Shadow Week uh, for this week. And my final thought, of course, going back, a hat is a hat. A cap is a cap. A fedora is a hat. 
A fedora is not a cap. Let's get that straight, moron. If I ever see you in Austin, which I doubt because I will not go to Austin, if I find you in the Honda, Chevy, Ford, Cadillac, Mercedes bar, whatever kind of bar it is, I am going to punch your fucking lights out because a fedora is a hat. It is not a cap, you fucking moron. When I see you, you'll see me wearing a New York Yankees or a San Antonio Spurs cap. There, I said it. I'm pissed. Now, Josh, how about you? Uh, man slaughter. <laughs> That's my final thought. That's, That's what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> the slaughter of man. <laughs> because this, because I don't know, like, who wrote this article or is like, oh, fedora cap. No, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm totally pissed off at that. I really am. Well, now I know how to piss Jose off real quick. <laughs> Trust me, there's a lot of things uh, that I'll piss me off. And watch him go on the podcast. I. <laughs> oh, and uh, one more thing. Uh, one more thing before we go off the air. Uh, Halloween ends. Uh, the the new Michael Myers movie is going to come out uh, this Friday, and there will be a non-spoiler review and a spoiler review later on in the month. So please check that out. Oh yeah, and uh, for people that don't know that they're big into horror movies and stuff like that, this is the new Jeepers Creepers. I didn't know that. Oh, and the new Hellraiser. But I'm on like Hellraiser no. is one of my favorite, uh, you know, genre. Yes. But I refuse to watch it. No. Because Doug Bradley's not in. I agree. I I did. I didn't see anything. I saw a still photo of the finished product, and oh dear God, no. I all I know is that they made. Pinhead, a female, and like if I get into that, like it's a whole thing. You know, they didn't make it Christy because like even if you're following the lore, yeah. yes, there is a female Pinhead, but it's Christy from the first movie. Yes, from the first book, she takes over the world of Pinhead, and you know they didn't even do that. They're just like, oh, new female Pinhead. It's the, the the age of female empowerment. You know, like we're just gonna turn everything into a female-driven uh, thing, like. Like yeah, in all honesty, yeah, it's not even uh, clever at this point. No, if they would have said, if they would have, the synopsis would have been like, oh yeah, it's Christy from the first book. We're basing it off that. Then we would have been on board. But it's like, no, we're gonna redo everything female, like female Cenobites. And I'm like, no, why? There's been female Cenobites before, but like you know, go with the lore. Yes. Weird that they're like, you know what? The the other thing that kind of bugs me is like they specifically. A, uh, a transgender for the, the role of Pinhead. I'm like, why? Couldn't it just be like the best person? Like, even if you're going to turn it into female or something like that, like you're pick, like so. It's a it's a uh, it's a male pretending to be a female pretending to be Pinhead, or mm-hmm. she's called Priest in this movie. So I know we have many we have such sights to show you, and obviously this ain't it. Right, I I know. It's like I I remember. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, Hellraiser is very good. It's 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 very good. Uh, I'm a Michael Myers, Jason guy. So I mean, yeah. I mean, well, that's just me. But but yeah. But Hellraiser is pretty good. And yeah, we're like I would stick with the original, 1987 original. Like my favorite one was probably like the one in space. Oh, Jason X, or uh, no, Hellraiser. Uh, Hellraiser. Oh my or God, that's awesome. Bloodline. And then there's also Leprechaun in space, which that's pretty fun. I, I was going to say there's two Leprechauns in 
space, but there's not two leprechauns in space. There's one, but there's two leprechauns in the hood. I do know that. Yeah, yeah, there is. Yes, I have. I have the. Uh, it's like leprechaun in the hood and leprechaun back to the hood or something like that. Yes, it is. I actually have the Blu-rays of those, and yeah, I was watching them, and it, I mean they're not really it's, horror. It's just really it's all stupid. A <laughs> yeah, a let, magic flute. Let that be a lesson to you, laddies. You know, I always love that. Especially in part two, they get him drunk, and that's so hilarious. I just laugh my ass off at that. Like, oh, they got him drunk. <laughs> you know, that's awesome. I think they got him drunk a couple times in like the series. Yeah, I know you're trying to. I know we're like they're trying to stereotype, you know, stereotype, but like it's. It, I mean, it was fun back then. I mean, come on. No way, no Of Wade's World, yes. Yeah, so we talked about that the other day. It was like, yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, going back to Hellraiser, like, I don't care how bad Hellraiser was. I loved it. I loved Hellraiser so much that I bought the book. I bought the second book that came out, which was fucking badass. If they were going to make a Hellraiser movie, they should have based it on that. Yes. And just a little quick spoilers. <laughs> what happened is Hellraiser, or Hellraiser, uh, they call him the Hell Priest in the book. Uh, so Hell Priest or Pinhead, comes back to uh, the mortal plane, Earth, and starts stealing all the magic from Earth. And he's basically gearing up because he's going to take over hell. It's pretty badass. But, like, he ends up like, uh, oh, what's, what's that movie with the magician one? The, the Clyde Barker magician one? Lord, oh. of the, Lord of the Illusions? Yes. Yeah. Uh, basically, the, the detective and Lord of the Illusions, Harry... Uh, Di is like Tintio or the Armani, uh, like some something like that. I can't remember the exact name right now. Mm-hmm. The Argento, but he uh, is tracking down uh, Pinhead throughout the book, and Pinhead keeps releasing like these uh, crazy Cenobites. They're not really Cenobites, but they're like lesser Cenobites that they he kind of just mutates them and shit like that. So that's but pretty good. I mean, of course, it's the world magic. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Clive Barker, so really, I mean, it's all connected. Yeah. Yes. So, but he's, he's stealing all the world's magic, and they basically have to track him through different levels of hell, and, like, see all this kind of fucked up shit that's going on in hell. And they talk more about the Order of the Gash, which sounds really dirty. <laughs> yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> yeah, Order of the Gash. <laughs> so... But yeah, it's it's a great book. Uh, I've I've read that book. I don't know, maybe like ten times. So, but big fan of Pinhead, big fan of Hellraiser. Just not happy with the new Hellraiser. I did like, and it's not just I'm not dunking on it because it's a female Cenobite uh, or priest. I'm dunking on it because they've been shit, and they had a chance to finally bring it back. And like uh, Clyde Barker actually, I think he worked on the script. I'm like, why didn't she? Do it from the the comics where he made Christy take over. Really, like, that would have been a great movie, but they shit all over it again. Like they shit over the like. It, it's almost. It's probably worse than the fucking one where Pinhead's not even in it. Oh Pinhead no! Is a fucking game character. That's how bad that one is. In all honesty, yes. You, re- do you have you seen that one or no? No, it's it kind of reminds me of like Halloween three, where it's like there was like no Michael Myers in it, and like why are you gonna call it Halloween if there's like no Michael Myers until like the fourth one, like okay, the return of Michael Myers, like okay, finally now you got something there. No, no, okay, so basically, uh, I forget, I forgot 
what the tagline of it is, but it's uh, Hellraiser, and it's basically these people that get invited to this huge Halloween party uh, because there was some game based off Hellraiser, right? Yeah. And the only thing you see in a pin, uh, see, uh, pinhead is like a fucking little uh, character on screen, like a character on screen because he's part of a, uh, a MMORPG, which is a massive multiplayer online role-playing game. Mm-hmm. So it's like World of Warcraft or EverQuest or stuff like that. And the whole the whole fucking thing is about uh, some uh, some kid was like obsessed with the game, and like these people cyberbullied him. And he killed himself. So the dad uh, was like a millionaire, and he invited all these fucking people to to a party. And um, he kills them one by one. And he's like, "This is revenge for my son because he got too far into a video game." And, like that's literally the plot of the movie. Spoilers. <laughs> like it, it's like they only had Pinhead. It's like it was a completely different movie. And they just threw Pinhead in there, and that like, okay, now it's a Hellraiser movie. Like, really? Come on now. Man, I I I get it. It's yeah, it's one of those like, oh my gosh, yeah. I get you. So I bet this new one's gonna be worse than that one, the one I was talking about. So. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, folks, we got into a little bit of movie trivia. Uh, we will see you next week. Yep, we will see you next week. It's a lot of fun stuff coming up. And um, as always, Josh, everybody, you know, thank you for listening. And, um, yep, stay tuned for every Monday and Thursdays, uh, 9 o'clock America time. And thank you all for listening. America. America. (laughs) To all our listeners in America, Germany, Mexico, the Netherlands, thank you, Canada, Spain, Everybody, the Philippines, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being the best fans that we've ever gotten. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, everybody be careful. Be safe. Oh, yeah. Apparently now people have to watch out for fentanyl pills and candy instead of aspirin and razor blades this year. So watch yes. out for that shit, apparently. <laughs> yes. I know it's not Happy Halloween yet, but yes. Uh, thank you for the heads up earlier right now. So, Yes. And everybody, we are signing off, and we are live and signing off in San Antonio. Bye. See you next week.